Flashback Fridays on 630 Chad, 1988. Oh, man. Tons of hits, and we're playing them all throughout the morning as well, even outside of this hour, even though right now is when we're focusing our flashback on 1988. Uh, go online, take our quiz too, 630chat.com. What do you remember from 1988? Go test your test your trivia skills and then get back to us. Let us let us know how you did. Um, so many people sharing texts with us right now of where their life was in 1988, what things looked like for them. Uh, someone shared a yearbook photo of you, Shay. Yeah. <laughs> I love this picture so much. You just have you're just the same. Like you just have this like just this smirk. This kind of like. I don't want to be here. Yeah, you yeah, know I don't want to be here. Look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tweeted it out if you want to check it out. I don't know. There's obviously somebody who went to McNally in the late 80s and happened to grab a yearbook and checked it out, but that's my 1988 yearbook picture. I love it. <laughs> Great, <11. laughs> Great hair, man. Great hair. Yeah, it was the start of the mullet. It got better in my grad photo. I have I have much more of a mullet going on, so yeah. <laughs> you can see the beginnings of it, though. You know what the intention is with that hair. Uh, this text says, uh, thinking back, that was a busy year for me. Calgary Winter Olympics. I sold a business in March. I got married in April. Still together. Started university in May, and then Gretzky gets traded. Surprisingly, I'm still living. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so much happened in that year. Big year. Uh, this listener says, um, in this in February of 88, I married my high school sweetheart. Love was the theme of 88, clearly. Uh, yeah. We lived in a downtown one-bedroom basement suite apartment paying two ninety-five a month, if you can imagine. <laughs> wow. We were as poor as church mice, but so happy and in love, and we just celebrated our 33rd anniversary last month. Happy to say we're in love more today than ever. Aww. Aww isn't that nice? That's really sweet. Um, John says, in 1988, I started my tenure in the Army. My son turned seven, my daughter turned five. We moved to serve in Germany for the next five years. Oh, Good wow. times. He says, wow, it's quite an adventure. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. What were we watching on TV and in movie theaters? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Flashback Fridays on 630 Chat. 
comfort, son. You're not the first man whose wife played patty cake on him. I won't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I want to bring the theater to announce my presence with authority. I'm not sure what. Announce my presence with authority. Remember, Simi, no one here can know I am royalty. You must appear to be no different than the average man. I will not say a word. I still don't think I should tell you. You spot me a 20? How about now? All right, I'm going down to Ludwig's office. I'll find out if you're telling the truth. But today's Monday. I, I, I always drive the car on Saturday. I never drive on Monday. And I'm your twin brother. Oh, obviously. The moment I sat down, I thought I was looking into a mirror. And this is a building that turned into a robot. What's fun about playing with a building? That's not any fun. Stupid jerk. Don't ever call me stupid. And I'm not jealous. Then leave. Okay. You're ready for the big time young Mr. Flanagan. I think I can handle it. Yeah, don't call me stupid. Fish called Wanda. That was a good movie. <laughs> Such a good movie. Was uh, Die Hard in there? Die Hard was in there, yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear it, but yeah, that's my favorite movie of all time. Came out in 1988. Yeah, I remember one did. Oh, on, a, on a hot uh, July day going to see a Christmas movie in the theaters. Yes, it is a Christmas movie, but it I don't want to start that whole debate. <laughs> no, yeah. we don't want to start that. We don't want to go down there. Um, <laughs> yeah, Die Hard, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Bull Durham, Coming to America the sequel of which uh, airs tonight. Uh, the Naked Gun, Rain Man, Twins, Big, Fish Called Wanda, and this song was from Cocktail, where Tom Cruise was the fancy bartender. Yeah, yeah, he was like in his element yeah. around oh, this yeah. kind of era. Yeah, for sure. Hit TV shows? That's some good movies. That's some good movies. Very good movies. Yeah, TV, I don't think it was that great. I mean, there were some good ones. We had Family Ties in there. That was a pretty classic show. Who's the that boss? That was uh, must-see TV time, right? Yep. On NBC, they had that Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah, it was just so good. Yeah, uh, that was, um, yeah, Family Ties, Cheers, Cosby Show. Uh, Different World was the Cosby Show spinoff. Remember that, yeah, Dwayne Wayne? And then Hill Street Blues, right? Hill Street Blues, like, yeah. L.A. Law or something like that. L.A. Law, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, also in there, Roseanne had, was in there, too, yeah, kind of Roseanne. showing the, uh, the average American family, I think, in kind of a different way. Was that sort of the beginning of, you know, like, let's not glamorize everyone that's on television? Was Roseanne sort of the beginning of that? Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. She uh, that was a huge hit. That was a huge hit. But you're right. It was a it was a, a warts and all look at family life in the U.S. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. And then of course the Golden Girls in there. What a great show. Yeah, you you like that show, huh? Who doesn't like the Golden Girls? I was never a big fan of Golden Girls. Yeah, I mean that's no not that's what, that's that. another one of those those ones I don't think I've ever watched from start to finish a show. Yeah, I mean I like the old lady who was actually the youngest lady. I can't remember what her name was, but in Estelle, real life she was the youngest. Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty. Yeah. yeah, she was fantastic because yeah. she was really sarcastic, and who doesn't love a sarcastic grandma, right? But <laughs> other than that, it was sort of meh. All right, wasn't your wasn't your cup of tea? But um, I think we also heard Murder She Wrote in there. Yep. Did we? So yeah, kind yep. of. I, I don't know, kind of TV good, nothing that was like. Well, Cheers. Um, cheers is one of the. Was, uh, it was the age of the sitcom back in the eighties, oh, late eighties. No like, doubt, right? Those were the big ones. The sitcoms were huge back then. Yeah, massive, and that was that whole Thursday night lineup. Was Moonlighting yeah. on then too? Hmm, I don't even know. I've never seen Moonlight. I think it was because uh, that was a great show. It had uh, Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. They were detectives. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess Bruce Willis made Die Hard on weekends while he was filming that TV show. He made Die Hard on weekends. Really? And then it came out, and then he didn't need to be on TV anymore after that, right? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, he did all right. Yeah, he moved right into movies and had quite the career.
What did your life look like in 1988? AM FM says, oh my goodness, 1988, so many memories, great radio, great TV. Working in IT with the provincial government when mainframe computers still ruled the day, says my revolt against cable TV was getting a backyard satellite dish and watching MTV and VH1 oh, yes. still played music videos. <laughs> yeah. The big dishes in the backyard, man. Yeah. Those people were heroes because everyone, oh, they can just get every channel in the world, right? You had one of those, you were living <laughs> large, boy. Yeah, a lot of people knocking on your door to watch their favorite out-of-market <laughs> sports team. Uh, Cole mentions Night Court. Yeah, Night Court would have been right around there for sure, no doubt about it. Uh, Mark says, my wife and I saw a lot of movies back then. $2 Tuesdays. I remember those. They quickly mm. went to $2.50 Tuesdays, but still, um, they were in Saskatoon and uh, they saw all the movies that you mentioned. Yeah, you could go to a movie for 2 bucks on a Tuesday night. Wow. Beautiful. You still can? Depends on the theater, but yeah, a lot of them do Toonie Tuesdays. It's for those second-run movies. Yes. Yeah, um, in St. Paul, actually, because we used to go to the theater there all the time. I'm from around there, and yeah, it's still Toonie Tuesday. I'm surprised St. Paul has a theater, to be honest with you. It's fantastic. <laughs> what else do they have? <laughs> Nothing, but they've got a theater. A UFO landing pad, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, big GCs, I remember being in grade 8. My prized possession was my Sony Walkman cassette. Oh, yes, I remember Whoa. that. My one and only tape, which was Def Leppard Hysteria. Yeah, Def nice. Leppard was big, too, yeah. And those goofy headphones, right, yep. with the kind of the metal coil between the two orange <laughs> fluffy things? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can man. picture that now. You're, that's, a, that's a great visual. Walking and, of course, you stuck it in your walking. fanny pack as you went for a walk. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> exactly. And your acid-washed jeans and high tops. Oh, what a time to be alive. Um, and a lot happened. A lot happened in 1988. We've covered some of them. Here's Randy Kilburn with a look at the big news events of 88. Flashback Fridays on 630 Chat. 1988. 1988 had the Soviet Union starting to change. It began its program of economic restructuring known as perestroika with legislation initiated by then-premier Mikhail Gorbachev. 88 was a crucial year in the early history of the Internet. It was the year of the first well-known computer virus. It was simply called the 1988 Internet Worm. 1988 was the first time we took notice of the words man-made global warming as Nassau scientist James Hansen testified to the U.S. Senate. Because the planet is now out of energy balance, there's more energy coming in from sunlight than there is heat going out. It's clear that we're going to lose all the ice in the Arctic. So this should be the warning sign that people need in order to see that humans are taking over the uh, future of the, the, the Earth's climate. Prime Minister Brian Mulroney stood in the House of Commons in 88 to say Canadians were sorry. I speak for members on all sides of the House today in offering to Japanese Canadians the formal and sincere apology. It was a formal and sincere apology for the Second World War internment of Japanese Canadians. Also in 1988, BC MP Sven Robinson became Canada's first member of Parliament to come out as gay. Personally liberating to be able to speak openly and proudly as a as a gay man, particularly in the middle of the the the, the, the pandemic of, of AIDS. I mean, it was numbing. It was devastating. 88 also saw the first World AIDS Day held. Also that year, Osama bin Laden formed Al-Qaeda. Locally, Don Getty was Alberta's premier in 88, and Edmonton had two mayors that year, Lawrence Decor and Terry Cavanaugh. You recognize this theme? Oh, yes, 
Yes, The Phantom of the Opera opened in New York in January 1988 with Michael Crawford as The Phantom and Sarah Brightman playing Claire. It's still the longest-running Broadway play ever. That's a quick look back at 1988 for Flashback Friday on 6.30 Ched Mornings. I'm Randy Kilburn. Thank you, Randy. Yeah. Wow. Boy. Brian so Mulroney, man. Hey, you, 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 I could listen to that guy read the phone book. What a voice on Brian Oh, Mulroney. my God, I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy I love Randy. Cow. <laughs> Holy cow. What a time. What a time. So much happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, people continuing to weigh in um, on what they, uh, what they were up to. Um, a lot of people angry that we uh, we diss St. Paul. I've been to St. Paul. I used to go I to Florida. I love St. Paul. St. Paul's fine. Well, I've been there. Just, I we're just there. acknowledging that it is a small town with not a lot there. It's small. It's, it's got some stuff there. It's nice. I lived there for a while. Beautiful country. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. We love you, St. Paul. Don't get all upset here. And a they do fun. have a UFO landing pad. That's their claim to they fame, do. right? right. They yeah. do. But we mentioned this earlier, uh, and we didn't put it in our music uh, update, but I'm telling you what, we cannot talk about 1988 without talking about this guy. Ten hits off the New Jersey album in 1988. It was funny because Sarah was coming in this morning, and I forget how young she is sometimes. She was telling me about her mom educating on her, just how good-looking John Bon Jovi was in 1988. You had no idea, hey? None. None, yeah. He, uh, he was so handsome. I mean, whoof. There wasn't a lady alive that didn't like John Bon Jovi in 1988, I don't think. Was He's still a handsome man, to- was that the look to emulate? Was yeah. was his? If you could look like John Bon Jovi, you had it made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he was the man. <laughs> that jean that. jacket with the collar pop. Yeah, and, and yeah, the hair. The oh, hair. the hair, man. Yeah. Oh, and the wind always blew the right way for him with his always. hair too. Oh. <laughs> always. <looked laughs> How convenient. Hey, Morley, what about sports? What were sports looking like in '88? Well, I, I, 88 was the year of the Winter Olympics in Calgary. Uh, 57 countries, 1,400 athletes were uh, in Alberta and mostly in Calgary for that. Canada won five medals, no golds, uh, two silvers uh, in figure skating. Elizabeth Manley and Brian Orser uh, won bronze in figure skating and uh, two bronze medals in the ski by Karen Percy. Uh, the legacy left behind, though, the Saddle Dome, Canada Olympic Park, uh, the Canmore Nordic Centre, all used to train, and uh, that turned Canada into a winter sport powerhouse over the next uh, 10 to 20 years where they are now. Uh, the other legacies uh, from the 88 games, how about two movies? Uh, one on Ski Jump Ready, The Eagle, and of course, Cool Runnings about the Jamaican bobsled team starring great Canadian John Cassidy. Gentlemen, this is a bobsled. Sort of. Yeah, I dig where you're coming from. Good. Now dig where I'm coming from. I'm coming from two gold medals. I'm coming from nine world records in both the two and four man events. I'm coming from ten years of intense competition with the best athletes in the world. That's a hell of a place to be coming from. Indeed, uh, John Candy and Cool Runnings, good movie. Uh, later that year, the Summer Olympics, one of Canada's best Olympic moments, turned into one of its most uh, embarrassing. Ben Johnson won the 100-meter in a world record time, then lost it after a positive drug test. Probably the most memorable sports happening in 1988, though, came in Edmonton on August 9th, 1988, the day of the trade. And it's with mixed emotions, a heavy heart for our community. I'm disappointed about having to leave Edmonton. I truly admire all the fans and respect 
everyone over the years. Mess, I wouldn't do this. And every man since 1988, when he cries, utters the phrase, I promise, mess, I wouldn't do this. Uh, uh, Gretzky with Marty McSorley and Mike Krusioneski. Do you remember the return on the trade? Uh, Jimmy Carson. Yep. Um, that's all Martin I remember. Jelena. Martin Jelena, <laughs> right. Three first-round draft picks who got two games total with the Oilers out of those three, <laughs> and $15 million. The trade right. tree is long and goes and covers many players, uh, but uh, the trade was a moment that pretty much everyone who was alive at that time remembers where they were yep. when they heard about it and said, no, and then they were told, yes. Yeah, a lot of you mentioning that, too, in your texts here about what you remember from 1988. Keep them coming into us. Send us uh, what you were up to and what life looked like for you. 780-496-0063. Uh, love the stories that you're sharing. Right now, though, we will take a look at present-day sports. We'll come back to Morley in just a second after this. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.